I worked in a coffee shop when I was a teacher. During my second and third years of teaching, I, I taught actually in Mississippi, which has some of the lowest pay for teachers in the country. And so I, I got a second job. And I was a barista and I worked in this coffee shop that was open till 11 o'clock at night. And aside from a gas station across the street, we were the only game in town come nine o'clock. And the coffee shop was right near a hospital. And it was in a fairly busy district in the city. And we attracted all kinds of homeless people. And to be honest, sometimes they'd come in and they'd have money and they'd pay for a cup of coffee. And I had no problem with that. Other times they would come in and bother customers or they would come up to the counter and, and bother us. And I, I remember sometimes it'd be the end of the night and one of my jobs was often cleaning the bathroom. And a, a homeless person would go in after I cleaned it up and, and tear it up, just destroy the bathroom. Another time I was working in there and a, a homeless guy comes in and he comes up to the counter and says, I, I need you to call 911. My, my hands hurt. And I'm looking at the guy, he's a white male, he's looking able-bodied, and how do I know whether his hands hurt? And I guess I'm, I'm not really in a position to determine what requires a 911 emergency. So I, I hand him the phone that was in the store and I said, uh, would you call? And he says, oh, I, I don't know how to use it. He couldn't figure out how to use a landline, apparently. So anyway, I call 911. And somebody answers, 911, what's your emergency? And I said, now, wait a minute. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry here. I don't know that this is an emergency. I'm going to say not. But there's a homeless guy here, and he's asked me to call. He said his hands hurt. And so the operator asked for the address and the whole thing and said all right so the homeless guy went outside and sat in the patio thank god and next thing the emts show up and they went out and i i saw them talking to him and then one of the emts comes in and gets a cup of coffee and says that's the fourth time we've been out for him today we are not taking him to a hospital so I'm, I'm wondering, how much did it cost for that ambulance to leave the station four times? How much money did that cost? And I'm guessing that the homeless guy who doesn't know how to use a telephone didn't pay for it any of those times or the services that he got. I'm, I'm assuming they probably took him to the hospital the first time and the ER dismissed him. So how much money does that cost? And... As a compassionate and empathetic person, how far is the limit that you should have to pay for that as a taxpayer? How many times? Where I live now, I, I no longer live in Mississippi. I moved, and I live across the street from two single-family houses, and there were families living in them. They were owner-occupied, and one of the families sold one of the houses a little bit over a year ago, some renters moved in and a few months ago pretty much as soon as the renters moved out within a few days the house caught fire 
I'm sure it was a complete accident and there were no nefarious or mysterious circumstances there. Since the house caught fire, it immediately it became a magnet for homelessness and squatting. And the new owners, I believe, are, are some developers. I, I'll see some sharky looking people show up in a Tesla once in a while. And the poor single family house right beside it that abuts this house, they haven't sold. And I, I kind of get the sense now that they're being intimidated to, to get out of there because you can't really develop this property that's burned down without getting the abutting lot. You really need both lots to be able to do the kind of development that's done today, which is condos and, and multifamily units. So anyway, the squatters moved in quickly. It started to turn into a junkyard. It started attracting all kinds of untoward behavior and illegal activity. I, I've seen the the sheriff has been called out. The local police um, ha, have made several arrests there. Code enforcement from the city, in fact, sometimes they are out every single day citing this place for all kinds of things. And the owners have even they've had to hire a porter who comes once a week to clean up the property. There used to be a shed in the back of this house and. I have no idea what was going on in there. But anyway, the shed is, is no longer. That had to be knocked. The point that I'm making here is that this one single family house has just turned into a huge money pit for the city. The sheriff, the police, I've seen the fire trucks over here. Not This is even after the place caught fire. The fire trucks have been out again for gas issues or, or who knows code enforcement so this is there are dozens of people who are funded by the taxpayers the city government who have to pay to deal with this house and it's all because of homeless people who they don't contribute to anything they don't do anything structured or meaningful other than just cause trouble for everybody else as I've mentioned previously, if you say anything negative about the homeless, then you're up for cancellation. You're a meanie. You're the devil. You've got a chip on your shoulder. You're prejudiced. You're, you're not allowed to say anything about this protected class of people. And, you know, the figure I keep going back to is we just sent $14 billion to Ukraine. So, well, here's my compassion then. Get 100,000 rehab beds. Get tiny houses going. Fix the problem. We're not putting them in the middle of Los Angeles. We are not putting them in the middle of San Francisco. We're not putting them in downtown Boston. That's ridiculous. There is this crazy notion among some liberals that no matter what your income status is, whether you work at McDonald's or whether you work at the grocery store or whether you work at a nonprofit, that you should be able to live wherever you want. If you want to have your own apartment in New York City and you, you work as a cashier or you work as a barista, there is no reason why you shouldn't be able to afford rent on your own there. And this warped mentality 
extends to the homeless. In a previous program, I mentioned that something like 50% of the homeless have drug substance abuse issues and 30% have mental health issues. Well, I've been looking into this more and some statistics cite it as much higher. It's up around 80% have mental health and substance abuse issues. And I know a lot of them have come out of prison and I know what a stint in prison can do to a person's mental health and addiction status. And it's it's awful. And I'm I'm really sorry about that. But it doesn't seem like there there is a program for these people that's successful to get them reintegrated into society to do some kind of work or something productive. And I, I'm open to anything on this. Pay them to pick up trash. Pay them to not litter. How about that? How about let's just stop the trash? But let's pay them to pick up trash or clean up parks or, or do something like that. And in exchange for that, they can get some housing. And But guess what? It's going to be far away from civilization. It's not going to be in middle-class tax-paying neighborhoods. We're not looking at panhandling at the doors at, at CVS downtown anymore. Nobody wants to look at it. And this this shouldn't be controversial to say. I, I don't know why this is a controversial opinion. And any of your woke liberal friends who want to give you any crap about compassion and empathy for these people, well, I flip it around and I just say, have you opened up a spare room in your house? Are, are you bringing in homeless and, and helping them write a cover letter and get a resume together so that way they can get a job? And, and you know what the answer is. And even the wokest politicians out there, the Nancy Pelosi's and the Ayanna Presley, who both of whom have private security, don't you know, taxpayer funded, of course. Do you think a panhandler is going to walk up to one of them? How far do you think the panhandler is going to get? How, how far do you think the, the crazy homeless person who just woke up off the street is going to get near a Nancy Pelosi or an Ayanna Presley. Do you think any of those people would let a homeless near their home? And, and I think you know the answer to that.